Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Human vulnerability is almost completely ignored in the security awareness space. But why is that? Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. It's time to change the focus and bring it back to the human factor. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. Assessing the constantly evolving human risk is how we make our company safer and more secure. I'm Connor Swalm, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Fin, and I am joined once again by a friend of mine, Jimmy Hatzel. He's the VP of Revenue at CyberQP and the democratically elected warlock of privileged access management. And if you don't know what that means, you should listen to our previous episode that we just had Jimmy on where we talked about everything, Pam, because he was wonderful. He taught me a ton about it. You can learn a ton about it too. How are you, Jimmy? I'm doing amazing. Doing great. Today, what are we talking about? We've had you on. We've talked about privileged access management. We talked about AI, some of the dangers that it could potentially pose to people who are using it some of the benefits it could pose to not only businesses, but individuals if they learn to, uh, you know, if they educate themselves and learn to use it properly. And today we're talking about another topic that is, is the future of cybersecurity bleak? Is it a bleak future? Is it a bright future? What would make it bleak or bright? And I'll let you take it from there. Just open season, just say whatever you'd like there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely gray clouds, but we got an umbrella, I think. You know, and there's pockets of sunshine here and there. There's There's been more information and data created in the last two years in the history of mankind. And we have an exponentially, logarithmically larger amount of information to protect every single year. And the talent shortage gets bigger every year because there's more pieces of information to protect. There's more technology adoption. There's faster internet. There's all of that, right? That's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. 10x, 20x, 100x year over year. But the amount of people we have to actually be experts in cybersecurity with like, say, 10 years experience to run a cybersecurity program, that number is very small because they would have need to enter cybersecurity as a field 10 or 20 years ago. So we only have like the inputs are 10 years behind on the outputs of like what we actually need. Right. So say we have we have like a a talent shortage of, say, like a million people, depending how you ask. I don't know. I'm just using big numbers here. We can't train a million people on 10 years experience in a year. Right. It's going to take 10 years. And by the time those 10 years go by, we're going to need way, 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 way more. So the problem is going to continue to get worse because of that. And there's great technology and great tools that can help uh, manage that and get better. But there's always going to be a shortage of people. And that's why MSPs are uniquely positioned to either co-deliver or deliver cybersecurity services themselves and sort of manage all the different tools and technologies 
because you are out there, you know, dealing with customers, you're the front lines, you're the people that they're going to call if they have a cybersecurity problem, or you can't just call 911 for cybersecurity, you call a local computer help near me, and an MSP pops up on the screen, and you're like, hey, my screens are all, have a ransomware thing, they say, I need to pay them Bitcoin, uh, we have our financial audit tomorrow, I need help right now, right? No IR firm is getting those calls from the local accounting firm, right? It's it's an MSP who's going and figuring figuring that out. So I say all of this to comment on the fact that the cybersecurity problem is going to continue to get worse, which I would say the future is bleak when you look at that from that lens. But from an MSP perspective and a cyber uh, security, uh, you know, someone like you and I out here helping people every day, trying to get the problem a little better. There is a lot of opportunity for us. Um, and you know, like, I think good can prevent like good. I think good will always prevail over evil at the end of the day. It just might take some time, but you know, we're, we're getting there. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's like doom and gloom. Let's give up. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging, but you know, um, we we can make a difference and by you know whether you're an msp or you're working like myself as a cybersecurity vendor like you connor like we're helping people get secure we're helping them protect their business their livelihoods their jobs you know pay for their kids that that type of thing so there is um like i that's the reason i'm in cyber right because i i feel like i can make a i feel like it's my it's the way that I can make a real difference in the world because I'm good at it. And, and, and like, I, not to brag, but like, I know cybersecurity in general, and I feel like I can make a big impact because there's such a big problem to work on. So yes, it's bleak, but it's good for us, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, it's like you said, there's spots of sunshine and we have some umbrellas. It's, um, yeah, I always go back to explaining to folks who aren't in security or, or don't understand it directly. It's like, why is it such a big problem? And, I always go back to the defender's dilemma is a defender has to be right all the time forever. An attacker has to be right exactly once at any point in the future. And if that attacker is right and that defender is wrong, well, congratulations, you just got hacked. And if you have proper tools in place, if you have privileged access management in place, the hack is limited in scope and it's not going to be an incredibly big deal. You still have to deal with it, but it's not going to be the end of your business. However, if you're not knowledgeable in security or you're not working with an MSP that is an expert or a, a, a vendor that is an expert, you could be you could be on the phone calling your local computer repair guy saying, why is this message on my screen and why do I need, owe them several thousand dollars in Bitcoin? Can you tell me what a Bitcoin is? That's probably what their first question is going to be. So I, I always go to the defender dilemma, but I completely agree. Like the, the talent gap, the millions, one, two, three, you know, at a million, I can't even conceptualize what a million people would look like. It's like an entire city of people that's just missing from the workforce. And like you said, it's only going to get worse. Cybersecurity is becoming a bigger field and people aren't being educated fast enough because they're not joining the field quick enough. So if the people aren't keeping up, how can solutions keep up? How can the solutions they use or how can the solutions MSPs use? How can they keep up and, and, and keep security in a place where everyone's not getting hacked all the time? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it, <laughs> I said this in the last episode, but, you know, like you got to you got to file follow a uh, framework, right? You got to align your business to some, you know, guideline or reference, right? It's like 
it's like it's like gap accounting, right? Like like if if you don't know where your numbers are and you don't have some standard uh, for you know calculate doing your accounting, then you know who knows how reliable it is. But if you can uh, align to CIS or or NIST, and then you have a guideline to go forward. And then you need to do continuous improvement because I guarantee you, if you go to implement one of those frameworks, you're not going to get through the whole thing right away and you're always going to be working on it forever and ever and ever. So cybersecurity is an ongoing process, right? It's not it's not a product, right? Cybersecurity is a product. It's an ongoing process that is going to get, yeah, you, you need, you, MSPs are always going to be swapping things in and out and they're always going to need to be improving and they're always going to need to be retraining end users and they're always going to need more security. It's just, you know, dedicating the time to it and, and committing to continuously improving. I think security vendors in general or cyber people are over arrogant and often talk down to small businesses or other IT professionals say, oh, well, you, you don't have this, you know, how could you not have you know, this, this cybersecurity, you you don't even know what you're talking about. You blah, 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 blah. And that puts people off. We need to meet people where they're at and help rise them up. And I think part of the problem of why people are, why the average security posture is very mature is because it's so intimidating to bring on any cybersecurity in general. And there's a uh, immediate gut reaction from um, cyber vendors to say, well, you you need everything right away or else you're going to get hacked and it's going to be horrible when really it's like, hey, let, you know, you're here, right? And you want to get to there. Here's, you know, the steps we can do along the way. Here's what three months looks like. Here's what six months looks like. Here's what nine months look like. And we need to change the way that everyone looks at and talks about cybersecurity to be from that friendly helping mindset um, because that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to protect people. We're here to help people, at least, you know, I know you are, right? So um, this, like, oh, you, you know, like, like, um, there's, there's a Simpsons episode, um, right? There's a Simpsons episode for everything. Maggie is, you know, falling in love with this, like, you know, activist guy, and, um, you know, she goes, she goes to him. They're in like a, a, they got like locked up in this, in this scene, and she goes to him. Oh, you know, I've gone uh, vegetarian. Um, to help save the planet. And he goes, oh, well, you've only gone vegetarian. You're not a level 10 vegan like myself. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need anything that casts a shadow. Right. And then, and then, and then she's like, she's like, she's like, uh, like, oh, well, well, I've started composting and I have a whole composting thing in my backyard. And he goes, composting in your backyard. You don't pocket mulch, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a thing of dirt. And that's like that's like what I hear from cybersecurity vendors when they're like, "You don't have you 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 haven't fully aligned to you know uh, CMMC blah 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 blah." Not to you know, there's lots of people who are doing those things, but just meet people where I'm at. Hey, if you don't have a good security program at all, like start on the first CIS, the first three CIS controls, and like you know, get to know your environment, and then like you know, work in a progress moving forward. And um, I don't know, like good will prevail evil if we can stay on the, the good side. So I'm hopeful. Yeah, there is a cybersecurity is a, in my mind, a technical field, like up there with like all the STEM fields that you'd learn in college uh, or higher education. And like, 
sometimes the judgment that you feel from those those people is very palpable. And I do see a lot of that. I also see a lot of the opposite. I see a lot of people who understand exactly like you're talking about. It's like you can't get from zero to 100 in a day and trying to convince someone that's exactly what they should do is completely bonkers and also usually incredibly expensive. So if you're trying to talk to a small business who who are the people who need the most amount of security at this point and you say, hey, I need you to double your expense budget next month and every month thereafter, they're like, no, like screw you. I'd rather get hacked. It's like, that's not what they're going to say, but they're just not in a place where they can do that. So like starting of like, here's what we're going to do for, here's the baby steps, step one, step two, step three, here's three months, six months, a year. I think that's incredibly, incredibly wise. And there's, there's a lot of people that think that way, but I think a lot of MSPs, if, if MSPs are listening right now, approaching a conversation with your, with your clients like that would probably make them feel way more secure, feel more secure, not necessarily be more secure. But at least the feeling would be there and then you can work on it after you create the relationship. I think that's some really, really wise advice. Thank you. Got, got, got advice every once in a while. That's wise. <laughs> you only say you save all the wise advice for all the podcasts and then all the bad advice you leave unrecorded. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you should totally jump off that roof, man. You'll, you won't hurt your legs. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> Should, um, last question we'll wrap up with then, should MSPs be taking a larger role in security than they currently are? Are they approaching it? Are they aiming too low? Are they aiming too high? What's your, what's your perspective on that? I mean, I just think MSPs are the only solution to the cyber problem for small and medium-sized businesses. They're not able to do it themselves, so MSPs have to do it. So, you know, like pick a framework, start aligning yourself and your customers to it and move forward, you know, one step at a time. And there's going to be MSPs who are underprepared or undertrained to take on that task. And there's going to be MSPs who succeed really well and, you know, are doing amazing work. But it's, you know, it's what we got, right? Like, <laughs> like I, you know, the average small five-person company or 10 or 15 or 20 or even 100-person company, they can't afford to bring on, you know, start a security operations center in-house. So they, they need, you know, an MSP to go and help them and guide them in their security and their IT. Yeah, the uh, the enterprise vendors aren't going to look at small businesses because they're not profitable enough, and uh, the the small business owners are so busy running the small business that they can't do it themselves. This so MSPs. This this reminds me of a quote that I've said I think on this podcast before by Winston Churchill: "Never, never, never give up. Never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. Never give in. Accept the convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparent overwhelming might of the enemy." I don't know if that inspired some people today, but sometimes I read that and it inspires me. So I feel inspired. At least one person feels inspired. Thank you. Any any last second advice for uh, folks trying to understand a little bit more about security, or maybe if they wanted to learn a little bit more about Jimmy Hats, what would what would you give to them? Oh no, connect with me. Happy to connect on 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 LinkedIn, and you know it's okay wherever you're at with your security journey. You know it's it's, a, it's an ongoing process and. You don't have to you don't have to pretend like you have it all figured out because nobody really does if uh if anyone shames you you're listening to this jimmy will come personally kneecap them for you any pocket mulchers <laughs> out there and any pocket mulchers out there for sure uh and we'll have uh jimmy's linkedin we'll have contact information in the show notes so if you'd like to get in touch if you'd like to connect and learn a little bit but a little bit more about him you can 
um, or just ask him some more interesting questions like I have today. This is where I learn a lot. So thanks for joining us, Jimmy. It was a blast having you on again. Thanks. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Sweet. Once again, Connor, CEO at Finn. And you, I was joined by the, the great Jimmy Hatzel, VP of Revenue at CyberQP, and also the democratically elected warlock of privileged, privileged access management. We're making that stick, by the way. We're making it. There you stick. go. Yeah, you're going to get me in trouble on that one. I'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high-quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.